you are listening to Grace and Mercy Podcast. This podcast is for people who want to know the grace of God and how it changes the way we interact with the world. I'm your host, author Darlene Bojack, and in this episode, we are going to find out what's so ironic about grace in Mark. So today, we are studying all of the times that grace is mentioned in Mark, all of the three times. That's not what's ironic. Let's start with the first verse. Remember, the, the three words for grace, or the two words for grace that we were studying, are the words Cairo and Kara. Now, as you remember, Ma- Matthew did not mention grace. He mentioned these two words, Kara and Cairo, which are words that are coming from the root for grace, which mean joy. Well, Mark is the same. Mark uses these two words as well. And the first time we see the word kara is in Mark 4.16. Now this is when the parable of the sower is being explained, just like in Matthew. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground, The ones who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. So the kind of joy, uh, the kind of grace we see is the receiving it with joy of those um, whose hearts were the rocky soil. They received the gospel with joy. The gospel took root, but then, as you remember, um, when trouble or persecution came, they fell away. The second time that we see the word grace is the word Cairo, which is in chapter 14, verse 11. Chapter 14, 11, Judas agrees to betray Jesus. Now you remember we read in Matthew that Judas, when Judas said greetings to Christ, it was the word for the, the same word for joy. Well, in this case, Mark does not talk about that. Mark is talking about when Judas agrees to betray Jesus. Uh, Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought an opportunity to betray him. So the word in that case is, they were glad. So... Like Matthew says, uh, Hail, King of the Jews, or Greetings, Master, uh, in the same way we have the word for grace in Mark, the second time is a joy at something that is about to go very wrong. Third time is Mark 15, 18. And of course, it's when the soldiers mock Jesus and they salute him, Hail, King of the Jews. And my friends, that is it. Those are the three times that we have the root for grace in Mark. And I just could not believe this. So I sought and I sought for another word and I found one. And that word is Eucharisteo, which means good Grace. We get the word Eucharist from that, which we also use for the word for communion, Eucharist. 
the good grace. And definition says, properly acknowledging that God's grace works well, like for our eternal gain and his glory. It also means to give thanks, literally thankful for God's good grace. The usage, I thank, give thanks, or is received with thanks. So the interesting thing here is that this makes sense now of the word to give grace or say grace. To say grace is basically saying, giving thanks for God's good grace. So that answers that one question that I asked in the very first episode. How grace is related to praying. It's this word, eucharisteo. So let's see where it is in Matthew. Matthew 15, 36, feeding of the 4,000. This is the second time. First time he fed 5,000. Second time he fed 4,000. He took the seven loaves and the fish, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. So in that case, it would be the word giving thanks. Second time, Matthew twenty six twenty seven at the Last Supper. And this is the Eucharist, isn't it? Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. And there we see the word, um, the same word, Eucharisteo. Then we have two times in Mark. We have Mark 8, 6, feeding of the 4,000. And he directed the crowd to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before the people, and they set them before the crowd. So there it is. Again, he gave thanks. And then we have Mark fourteen twenty three at the Last Supper. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, spoke a blessing, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take it, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, and they all drank from it. So when he took the bread, he spoke a blessing and broke it, and then he took the cup and gave thanks. And the giving thanks is the Eucharisteo. So I said, this is the irony of the word for grace. So we have in the book of Mark three times when joy goes really wrong. That's the irony. This joy is joy that goes really wrong. We have the joy of the um, rocky soil when the, it received the seed with joy, received the gospel with joy, but then, as we know, it did not continue in the faith. Then we have the the Pharisees, who were very glad when Judas agreed to betray Christ, which went bad for them, too. It went bad for Judas, and it went bad for the Pharisees in the end. And then we have the soldiers, where they are hailing the king of the Jews, which goes bad for Christ initially, but then it goes bad for the soldiers. And then we have the Eucharist, the three positives, or the two positive times that the charis is used is with the Eucharist. So that is the irony of Mark and the interesting aspect of Matthew and Mark. The word Eucharist comes from grace. And the word for grace is, uh, when we give grace before we pray, comes from the word Eucharist. That is fascinating. That is fascinating. Well, let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we come to you today with grateful hearts that you've given us the book of Mark. You've given us the Bible, and in the Bible you've shown your truth about grace. Thank you that today we learned that uh, that people can be joyful, ironically, and that you showed us that uh, the opposite is true for the Eucharist. It looked like a bad thing, but it ended up being good, good grace, and that grace is thanking you for the things that you've given us. And that has to do with the word charis, Eucharist. Thank you very much, Lord, for all of your blessings. In Christ's name, amen. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to Grace and Mercy Podcast with author Darlene Bojek. This has been episode four of season one, Finding Grace. You can find the show notes for this episode, including links to these words and things that we talked about at christianuniverse.org or graceandmercypodcast.com. Okay, question of the week. What do you think grace is and where do you think you are blind about grace? Please answer that on the show notes page and I'd love to share your answer on our next episode. Bye-bye.